0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC.
1: Welcome to College Football Live, presented by Nationwide.
2: Oh, the great city of Dallas, Texas. We are here. And this is one of the more unique spots that you will see us at for College Football Live, for College Game Day, as we celebrate all the great things about college football. This is the State Fair of Texas, and that is the Cotton Bowl. That will be the site of number three Texas taking on number 12 Oklahoma tomorrow. This is fantastic. Look at all these folks out here today who are enjoying the State Fair.
0: Desmond Howard,
2: Stanford Steve, Jen Latta, and Pete Thamel hanging with you on a Friday afternoon. All right, we've already played some games. We've already tried some food. These two guys won some stuffed animals at one of the games. Des, the only reason he didn't go out because he would have embarrassed them. Let's get right to the matchup. Texas dominated this game against Oklahoma a year ago. 49 to nothing. It was the Sooners' largest shutout loss in school history and the largest margin of victory for the Horns against Oklahoma. This top 15 matchup is setting up as a classic. Both teams enter the game with 5-0 records for just the third time in series history. That previously happened in 2002 and in 2008. We know these two teams can do some things offensively, but they are winning this season, guys, with their defenses. The Sooners tied for fourth in FBS in scoring defense. Texas tied for 12th at less than 13 points per game it is shaping up to be a good one the fans are already out enjoying the scenery and the scenics and of course the rivalry des let's start with you on this one yeah. we know about the rivalry yeah. this year no different than the other years right. what is the significance of this game obviously the last time these two teams will play in this rivalry yeah. as members of the big 12
0: well this is the game like if you play for oklahoma or if you play for texas this is the game that all fans want to know how did you do against Texas? How did you do against Oklahoma? <laughs> no matter what you did in your career, this is the one that they point to. And I tell you what, listen, Texas comes into this game, signature win, we were there, Tuscaloosa beat Alabama soundly. Oklahoma's undefeated, but you look at their schedule, who they play, Arkansas State, SMU, Tulsa, Cincy, and Iowa State. So this is kind of like a a midterm exam Mm. for both teams, but especially Oklahoma. Listen, they're like number three scoring offense in the nation, averaging 47 points a game but going up against that Texas defense it's going to be a big test for them tomorrow afternoon
3: guys no doubt and when you look at the matchup you mentioned it Des. that Texas it starts with the defensive line yeah they are incredible maybe the best unit of any group in the country but when you think about the other side who's going against them Dylan Gabriel what is he great at getting rid of the ball being accurate with the football and that's what I think Oklahoma has to do to offset that defensive line get those big guys running side to side you see the side rowing game the outside zone that sets up all your moving the pocket stuff with Gabriel Ooh. that he is just exceptional at. <laughs> so if Oklahoma is going to score points and stay in this game yeah. it's going to be because Dylan Gabriel gets rid of the football.
4: Yeah. And Dylan Gabriel's ability to get rid of the football Steve as you said is going to mask the biggest weakness for Oklahoma that's their interior offensive yep. line. This is an SEC audition right. Greg Sankey's going to be here the SEC commissioner next year this is an SEC game. Oklahoma's offensive line on the interior the tackles are good on the interior is not SEC ready. So can that Texas defensive line exploit it, or can the speed negate that advantage for Texas? The
2: authority Pete Thamel always so great with the last-minute updates. Any injury news we need to be aware
4: of headed into this one? So Texas tight end J.T. Sanders practiced yesterday and will play. He had been questionable all week. He was Texas's arguably best offensive weapon against Alabama. He's a top-50 player in the country, one of the top three tight ends in the country. That is huge for Texas. He may not be 100%. He's going to gut it out and watch Texas defensive back Ryan Watson free game warmups. He's questionable for the game, trending towards not playing. Mm. And again, with the amount of DBs you need against Oklahoma, that could loom large. Malik Muhammad, the true freshman, would, ins- would go in the starting lineup for him.
3: Going back to Sanders, he's big because he's the guy they move around yeah. in that run game for Texas. You know, they, how they get advantages, yep. create mismatches, things like that. That's a big get if he's able to go and be close to 100%, knowing how valuable he is for Quinn Ewers in that offense.
2: Texas already has two wins this season over ranked opponents, and the last time they had three, they made it to a New Year's Six Bowl, so obviously that could be something in their future Could if they take care of things against Oklahoma. Not tomorrow, that guy says. Let's take a look at the results that you have seen in college football so far. Are Liberty improving to five and zero. They beat Sam Houston. Malachi Corley went for over 200 receiving yards and three touchdowns in Western Kentucky's win over Louisiana Tech. And then tonight, you've got a couple matchups here: Kansas State visiting Oklahoma State. That's at 7:30 Eastern on ESPN. And Nebraska taking on the Fighting Dick Butt Kisses at Illinois. That at 8 o'clock Eastern. Let's go to some of our top stories for this week in college football peak week six in college football live let's start with those Friday night games that we just talked about what news should we be monitoring headed into those matchups
4: well it's good news for Kansas State and quarterback Will Howard entered last week's game against UCF as a game time decision it was a legit 50 50 shot whether he'd play he played and played well too well for UCF. And so it looks like he's going to be 100% for this game tonight. That's great news for Chris Kleiman. And then backup tailback Treshawn Ward, Florida State transfer, one of the more talented newcomers in the Big 12 this year. He's back. He's going to stay behind DJ Giddens, who's third in the Big 12 in rushing. Remember, K-State won this game 48-0 last year, and Oklahoma State's program hasn't been the same since. Um, For Cam Rising, he gave us an unusually detailed injury report. Again, all season, is Cam Rising going to play? Is he going to be back? Is he going to be cleared? Yeah. Well, Cam Rising said, look, I didn't just injure my knee. I blew my knee out. He went on the radio in Utah yesterday. He said he tore his ACL, his MCL, his MPFL, and his meniscus. Mm. So it's been essentially a total rebuild of his knee. And Cam Rising, who had been fairly quiet at this point, I think has hit a little bit of a breaking point, people questioning his toughness. And look, he's he's led them to two-pack 12 in a row he wants to be back on the field absolutely and Tez Walker's return will be one of the big storylines yes Desmond's clapping the NCAA uh, reversed course and made a decision Uh, Mac Brown told me today Tez Walker will play he's been running with the Scout team the last three weeks dominating the starters by the way (laughs) And and look, this is gonna have an impact on the field in a couple ways Nate McCollum who's been the leading receiver the Georgia Tech transfer goes to his more natural inside slot How much will Tez play? Max said, basically, we're going to let the game dictate that. We're going to go, and we're going to see and see how he goes in the flow of the game. But what a great moment for Carolina and that young man who gets to go out. He is a top 50 player in the country, one of the five best receivers. You know who's really
2: thrilled about that? Drake May. To yes. elevate his play, there. exactly. And I didn't yep. even know we had an MPFL in the knee. MPFL.
3: Yeah, first time I've heard of it. Sounds <laughs> like, like a new league
0: started. Yeah. <laughs>
2: all of it. He just all, all of it is basically what he was getting to. It was Lots more coming up shoot. on College Football Live. We've got some huge Big Ten games coming up your way on Saturday, headlined by Ohio State versus Maryland. Will Kyle McCord and the Buckeyes stay unbeaten? when they take on the Terps. Plus, our gambling expert Stanford Steve with us to give us his best bets of the week. Can he predict some of those big wins? All that and more coming up on College Football Live from the State Fair here in Dallas.
1: College Football Live is presented by Nationwide. Nationwide is on your side. You're watching College Football Live presented by Nationwide. This can be a legendary scene.
3: There is no set quite like it.
2: Promises to be another epic morning on college game day tomorrow. Baker Mayfield, the guest picker for Oklahoma versus Texas. All right, let's do a quick check of Saturday's big 10 slate. It's Battle of Unbeatens in Columbus when 4th ranked Ohio State hosts 5 and 0 Maryland. Michigan, which has been getting a lot of cheers here because of our guy on the end, has won 17 <laughs> straight road games against Minnesota as it visits the Golden Gophers. That's the longest road win streak against a single opponent in Big Ten history. Des, you know the Big Ten better than probably anybody we know. Let's get to this Ohio State-Maryland game. What are you watching for in this contest?
0: You know, guys, in the Ohio State game against Notre Dame, you know there was one thing that I noticed. and Kyle McCord, Ohio State's quarterback, he gave Notre Dame's secondary multiple opportunities to play the role of hero, but they kept dropping potential interceptions. You look at Maryland's secondary, their defense as a whole, they're number three in the nation in turnover margin and tied for number one in the conference in interceptions with eight INTs, and they live for that. Like, they live for the turnover. They capitalize on that. I spoke to a bunch of coaches this week They said, that's what uh, Maryland— Maryland's defense is all about. They have ball hawks in the secondary. So it's going to be really interesting. Don't forget, you know, Ohio State had the big win over Notre Dame. Then they had the bye week. So see, are they going to come back rusty or are they going to come back sharp? So it's going to be interesting to watch McCord against Maryland's
3: secondary. I'm interested to see how Ohio State comes out. You mentioned it. Monster win. We were there. We saw it. I truly, firmly believe They found something. They found the and you saw the emotion of Ryan Day what he said regardless but the raw emotion there because you knew he knew his team is special. And they found it. It went to the last second of a game but they definitely found something and now you get a week off. Marvin Harrison Jr. Got dinged in that game. They got everything on deck for this game. And I expect Maryland on the other side with Leah Tonga Viola to come out and play, play smart fast and efficient. They have to have a good start it's been a disaster when they've gone to Columbus average score is 67 to 15 the last three trips for the third. Maryland will come out and score I don't know if they could do it for 60 minutes but they'll play well See, Maryland's been a fascinating dichotomy because they've shown
4: under Mike Loxley the past few seasons that they can dominate the inferior competition in the Big Ten. The problem is they've capitulated against the superior competition. They have the skill. They have the quarterback. And Celia. do they have the offensive and defensive line to hang in with the Buckeyes? I think Caden Prather, the transfer wide receiver from West Virginia, is really a difference maker kind of guy for them. He can stretch the field. He can go long. Will he have the time to get down the field and get the ball? I think... That's what the Maryland staff is worried about. Will Mm -hmm. the protection be there with those two great defensive ends, JTT and Jack Sawyer? Will they be able to protect the quarterback, or will Ohio State pin its ears back and give them another long day in Columbus?
2: I love it when you use big words here on college football. like (laughs) (laughs) capitulating, really, Steve, if you had to rank the unbeaten teams. Where are you going in the Big Ten?
3: When I look at the Big Ten right now, I understand you know Penn State going through some stuff. Ohio State has to win at Notre Dame. Michigan, what they did last week, finally getting this thing rolling. Yeah, going to the Lincoln, wondering how they would come out in, the, in, a, in a road atmosphere yeah. like that. I have Michigan one, I have Penn State two, and I have Ohio State three. Okay, that's have- that's the way I look at it right now. Obviously, we get to see all those teams play. Yeah. that's what's nice about that.
0: You like those rankings, Des? I do, I like, I, like um, I think Ohio State and Penn State is, um, is kind of even right now, but if I had to give one the edge, I would give it to Penn State, so I agree with Steve's ranking, Jeff.
2: ESPN's analytics give the East Division, which of course we're talking about here, an 84% chance of producing the conference champion this year. I don't think you're going to get a lot of argument
4: from a lot of people uh, but we've seen that 16%. See That's why they play the games,
2: I suppose. <laughs> Let's take a look at the Heisman update brought to you by Nissan. Few have been better than Michigan's JJ McCarthy. The junior leads all FBS with a 94 total QBR. He also ranks third in completion percentage. McCarthy is 17 and 1 as the Wolverine's starting quarterback. Stanford Steve here to give us the best bets of the weekend. Take us through some of those who you got your eye on.
3: Yeah, we just touched on Ohio State and Maryland. I said I expect Maryland to come out and score. I think Ohio State's going to score plenty in this game also. So I look at the over the total. Both quarterbacks well versed. McCord's got good experience on the road. Leah, uh, league leader in touchdown passes, passing yards. I expect a lot of points in that game. Coming up next, hold your nose is here, okay? okay? Let's go. Georgia Tech last week was absolutely embarrassed yeah. by Bowling Green. Yep. Now they go to play undefeated Miami. But Miami, off a of bye, they have North Carolina next week. This line should be 30 points. Okay. It's only 20. Something <laughs> is telling me take the tech and, and hold your nose. Gotcha. I'm gonna take Georgia Tech and hold my nose. Okay. Uh, Notre Dame, again, on the road, going to a team that is absolutely starving for a win in Louisville. Undefeated, Louisville finally gets the stage they've wanted with Coach Brom. I believe that Notre Dame is far superior on the offensive and defensive line. I think that thing travels. You saw it last week playing a full 60 minutes coming back and beating Duke. That defense for Notre Dame is impressive. You mentioned the secondary against Ohio State. They got some guys at corner. Notre Dame covers on the road.
2: Notre Dame cannot afford a stumble. Already no, having that loss, obviously, no. to Ohio State. The are no, for Ohio State, obviously, no, to no. keep it rolling because that would keep them yeah. in the conversation. Coming up on College Football Live, will Georgia be able to keep its streak alive versus unbeaten Kentucky? Mm. Dez tells us why he doesn't know who the dogs are this season. That's coming up
4: <laughs> next.
1: This Heisman update is brought to you by Nissan, premier partner of the Heisman Trophy. College Football Live is presented by Nationwide. Nationwide is on your side.
2: Tomorrow we have the 119th annual Red River Rivalry Game. Number 12 Oklahoma taking on number 3 Texas right here at the Cotton Bowl. That's at noon Eastern, 11 Central on ABC and of course on your ESPN app. College Game Day crew gets started at 9 a.m. Eastern. Let's take a look at today's road test presented by Goodyear. Notre Dame and quarterback Sam Hartman off to a red hot start through their first four games, but things have kind of cooled off for that crew their last two games. The Irish averaging 46 points and more than 500 yards on their way to a 4-0 start, but they've averaged less than 18 points per game in their last two outings. For more on this game and others, let's go to the ACC huddle and SEC Nation on the road for their biggest games of the week. We
5: begin with Kelsey Riggs and crew. Jen, thanks so much. Welcome out to a beautiful Coral Gables. Miami back from their bye week, undefeated, and getting set for their ACC opener in primetime tomorrow night. We'll get to that game in just a second. But alongside former Miami coach and quarterback, coach. our Hall of Famer, Coach Mark Riggs and EJ Manuel, I'm Kelsey Riggs. Guys, we've got a top 25 matchup between Louisville and Notre Dame. EJ, I know Notre Dame is feeling really good after what they were able to do last week. But Louisville's undefeated, too. How do they stay that way?
4: Yeah, Louisville's feeling really good about themselves, too, because they didn't play their best game like- last week on the road in Raleigh, hostile environment, but still found a way to win. So I believe against Notre Dame is really going to start with the running back, Jawar Jordan. He only had 32 yards on 16 carries last week. He averages well over 100, so in order for them to win, he has to get going early.
5: Notre Dame has won 30 straight regular season games over ACC opponents. We'll see if that script can flip tomorrow. Meanwhile, ahead of this game here in Miami, Coach, with Georgia Tech, they've got a big boost coming back at safety. Yeah,
3: Cam Kentridge is back after four weeks of injury, which is wonderful for the defense. But Miami's been winning these games at the line of scrimmage. They're number one in the ACC rushing the ball at over 220 yards per, and their defensive line is number one in the nation. 48 yards a game rushing. That's unbelievable. Haynes, Haynes King better be ready to throw that ball for Georgia Tech.
5: Pretty impressive stuff. We know that Tyler Van Dyke will be ready as well. Miami trying to go 5-0 and for the first time since 2017. We will see that game tomorrow on ACC Network. But now we send it over to Laura to check in on the SEC. Laura.
6: Kelsey, thank you. Here we are in the classic city, Athens, GA. Nowhere better for a college football Saturday, the first Saturday in October tomorrow. Hard to believe we're already there. And SEC Nation is live and in color here. We're glad to be with Roman Harper. And of course, we got a lot to get to as it relates to number one Georgia taking on 20th ranked Kentucky. We'll get to that in a moment. But how about LSU and Missouri? A really interesting one for the Tigers there in Mizzou. What are you thinking about it, Rome?
3: Uh, that
0: LSU has to find a way to get some kind of stops on defense. They have stopped the bleeding on that side of the football. We understand that they have a national championship-style offense that puts up points in bunches. But if you can't stop anybody and you've got to count on the offense to score 50 points every week to get a win, you're not going to win that many.
6: It's going to be a little chilly there in Missouri, too. Something to look out for. Okay, How about this game right here between two undefeateds in the SEC East? What should we look out for between Kentucky and Georgia?
0: Can Kentucky stop Brock Bowers in the biggest moments of the game? I anticipate Georgia trying to get physical and start off to a, get it off to a faster start but Kentucky is a team that knows who they are right now playing with a lot of spirit and fight
6: we'll see you tomorrow SEC Network 9 a.m. Eastern Marty and McGee and then SEC Nation at 10 Jen Latta, take it away
2: guys thank you very much Des obviously a huge conference game here with Georgia and Kentucky what does Georgia have to do to win this one
0: I just want to see Georgia play Georgia-style football. You know, I want to see them dominate the trenches. I want to see them run the ball. I want to see them take over and show that they're the number one team in the nation. It's, you know, they got Brock Bowers, and Brock Bowers is probably one of the best players. Not tight ends. He's not even a tight end. That's, that's like a misnomer. <laughs> He's a wide receiver. He's a player. And, but outside of him, who are they? What else do they have? So I need to see them just incorporate more running, more passing to somebody not named Brock Bowers and just take over the game
3: early. Yeah, to me, it's their defense and what Kentucky brings into the game with transfer quarterback Devin Larry. In order to beat yeah. Georgia, you have to beat that secondary. And Devin Larry has not been efficient. He hasn't been accurate when, in throwing the ball over 20 yards. He's only 38%. balls over 20 yards in the air so that has to improve and also Kentucky has averaged seven points a game in the last four matchups against Georgia they have to score more points if they're gonna expect to win I'm not sure that feels like a buzz saw they're going in that. (laughs) (laughs)
4: well I mean 22 straight games there's no better buzz saw in the country now it's double anyone else's longest winning streak and to Dez's point I think the reinforcements might be right there on campus. Kendall Milton has worked his way back into shape, and he's expected to get more snaps at tailback. He's played a big role in those 22 straight games. Yeah. And then yeah, Ladd yeah. McConkey came back against Auburn, was only supposed to take a few snaps, and then all of a sudden yeah. he had three huge catches to he convert did. third downs into first downs. And you want to talk about a, a linchpin of this great Georgia run, it's been Ladd McConkie. Thankfully, his back appears to be healthy. The, the reinforcements are there to diversify the offense from yeah. Brock Bowers, and they're getting healthy just in time. They've been beset by injuries all over the ball. Yeah. So getting those two back could really help that offense get humming and balance out, Des. gotcha.
2: Why does it feel like Georgia can kind of just hum along, hum along, and then if necessary... Really easy. they, they got an easy schedule. Crank it up
3: to <laughs> <laughs> their yeah, exactly. They're going to get the benefit and of the doubt. And turn it, it It was, was impressive me, what they yeah. did last week, though. In, at Auburn, trailing. I yeah. thought that was a problem. I mean, quarterback that hasn't done it before yeah. proves himself is worthy, and now they, I believe they go from there. A very, very interesting spot tomorrow
2: Quickly, night. biggest implication in the SEC. Biggest game. Big game with the biggest implication.
3: I look at AM and Bama tomorrow. I think the winner of that game wins the SEC West. The problem is I have no idea who's going to win it. (laughs) That is a tough matchup. Alabama's offense has been improved. I don't know how it's going to look on the road.
0: Yeah, and Jalen Milrow on the road. I want to see how he responds to athletic fast defense. Don't forget, Texas A&M almost beat them in Tuscaloosa a year ago, and Milrow was the starter that game.
2: All right, let's wrap the show with a little would you rather. We are here at the State Fair, so we want to ask you guys, would you rather Fruity Pebbles pickle or fried pizza pickle it's a lot of pickle happening there.
3: Yeah, uh, you, pickles you, and you, fruity pebbles don't go I ahead.
0: know, right? Sweet no.
3: and yeah. yeah. the dill, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, i go pizza. <laughs> a little sweet and sour, huh? Nobody's going with that, huh? <laughs> yeah.
2: Fried lemonade pass, pass. or a fried fireball shot?
3: Whoa. Are we, are we working or no? <laughs> We're off the clock. We're off the clock. If you're going to do it, you system. might as well get maybe a little alcohol in there, liberty. right? <laughs> I mean, if it's nighttime, maybe try the fireball.
2: All right, last one for you guys. Fried butter? They've got fried butter here at the State Fair. Anybody trying the fried butter?
4: No, no. It's
0: a big not no. at all, Negative. It's a big oh. no.
4: We do have late-breaking news. Sources tell me that uh, Texas State Fair Police are looking into you invading McAfee's closet for that shirt. This is
2: Emma McAfee wardrobe. I appreciate him sharing his look with me. He's over there signing autographs. He's talking to people. He's a man of the people. Thanks for hanging out with us at College Football Live.